is we live is we live is we live yes yes you're now tuned into the rare podcast and of course i'm your host for the most nk aka the man of the hour too sweet to be sour hey. but i am not alone i'm joined with a very special guest someone i've wanted to get on the show for a long time oh yeah yeah okay you know okay. without further ado i'm gonna let him introduce yourself bro tell the people who you are man yeah man gray hoodie steph beloved. gray hoodie steph i'm in the building beloved <laughs> <laughs> hey all my battle rap peoples will know what i'm on about man. yeah they'll man know. they'll know they'll know yeah, man, but tell, but, but, but tell the people like um, about Battle on the Roof, man. That's when I discovered these guys, man. These guys, honestly, like are the number one battle rap podcast, not just in the UK, but in general, man. Like these man, it, man got me back into battle rap. Like they, like they pointed me in the direction because before I was just watching random clips online, watching Smack DVD tapes online, didn't know anybody current. Started listening to their podcast and then, yeah, found my way. But yeah, tell the people oh, about Battle on the man. Roof, man. Yeah, man. So Battle on the Roof, uh, weekly battle rap podcast. We cover everything battle rap, man. Uh, predominantly US battle rap, but yeah. we do also cover UK battle rap as well. But yeah, man, it's just the man them vibing. Obviously, a couple drinks and just talking battle rap, man. Everything that's going on in the culture. Mm, mm, so, mm, yeah, mm, man. Mm, mm, mm. And do you know what? For the people out there who don't watch battle rap, what's like... A battle for you that you hold near and dear that you know what you would recommend to the people to watch that's easy uh for me yeah. lux calico yeah has to be yeah it's, for me everything everything battle rap is you can get in that battle mm. so you know there's the conscious side of it where people have like a more i guess positive message and then you've got the gangster which is just gun boss yeah so you've got everything in that battle there's there's a there's a choke in that battle. Lux chokes in his first. You've got like the astronomical third round. It's, there's celebrities in the building. You've got P Diddy there, Buster Rhymes, enough people. It's just everything, man. Everything. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's deep. definitely the one. Nah, man. Go check out Battle on the Roof. Go follow. Um, go follow Grey Hoodie Steph. Go follow yeah, please Chris. Please do, man. Flag please do. Guy. You know, bird of bops. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Pick up the man, them, man. Pick up the man, them, man. Definitely follow about on the roof, man. Appreciate but yeah, man, before we get into the main topics, we like to do a little segment called Rare Moment of the Week, where we spotlight a creative who we feel deserves accolades, deserves attention. Grey Hoodie Steph, who is your Rare Moment yeah, of the Week? Yeah, well, I already spoke to you off cam in it, but I have to be, I have to be lazy, man. L uh, larger Than Life, Brent Fires' his new Brent Fires, his new project. I just think it's so... It's just a sick album, man. It gives you that nostalgic feel. It's got the... For everyone that loves Brent for what he does, it's got the, you know, the typical toxicity mm. in there. So, yeah, man, it's just a sick project. A sick project. I've been listening to it constantly for, like, last week. How would you rank this amongst, like, some of your, like... Is it one of your favourite Brent projects? You have to rank them in order, but, like, how does it compare to, like, previous projects Brent's released, um, like, Wasteland or Sonder Sun or so Sonder Sun is probably my favourite. Sonderson's probably my favourite. But for me, I think with most artists, I don't look for what you gave me in your first or early projects to what you're doing now. Yeah. I think people do that all the time and why, why they're so disappointed when certain projects come out. Yeah. I don't really do that. I, I take the project for what it is. Mm. And for me, this is just sonically a solid R&B album, man. Mm. Solid R&B album. I like the features on there. There's a few like there's a few people on there that I've never heard of, and I also appreciate that as well, man. It's not every day you bring out albums, so I've got to call in all the all the hey, all the stars just, in it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man, that that album is solid, solid album. Nah, man, big up big up Brett Fires. I need to check out that album myself. I've been lacking, do, but I need man. to check Please out that do, album man. myself. 
But yeah, man, my rare moment is a bit of self-promotion. Um, yeah, I want to tell you guys about an event called Basement Grooves that is taking place on November the 26th at Loden Bar, Stoke Newington. Basement Grooves mm-hmm. is the ultimate party alternative. Basement Grooves is a chill, laid back, relaxed and groovy vibe on a Sunday afternoon every month. So this, hey. every month. So if you've got a competitive spirit, if you're someone who likes the game, come true. We've got consoles, we've got arcades, we've got board games, we've got card games. If you want to, you know, show off a bit of your competitive flair. If you're someone who just wants to vibe, yeah, man. buy some food, buy some drinks. Basement Grooves got you covered. We've got a restaurant and a bar located in Loading Bar where, you know, you can grab a march or grab a few drinks and socialise. And last but certainly not least, it wouldn't be Basement Grooves without our DJ. We've got DJ Bidas and DJ Nafi on the decks providing the soundtrack for the night. So if Basement Groove sounds like a good time if you want to come out, socialise and just have a laid back and chill Sunday afternoon tonight, come through November 26th, Basement Grooves, Loading Bar and I'll see you there, man. Sounds like my kind of vibe, bro. Yeah, bro, come through, man. It's, it's, yeah, it's literally man. like, it's a... Oh, and one sh- more thing. It is free. It is free. It is yeah, a free event. It's definitely my type of vibe It is then, a free bro. event. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a free event. So definitely yeah, pull man. up. Link will be in the bio. Pull up, but yeah. Yeah, man. Before we get before we get started to the topic, so I want to do a little a quick a quick icebreaker. A simple game or this or that, where okay. I will ask you what I will put this against that, and you have to answer. Quick fire, no thinking, no justification, just first thing that comes to your mind. Okay, just just to clarify, so my answers are going to be very much Magnum influence. So I hope no problem. I hope I don't say that on wild. Let's go. No problem. One twelve versus jagged edge. Oh. I have to go Jagged Edge. Mm. Jagged Edge. Freddie Gibbs or Benny the Butcher? Benny the Butcher. Paid in full, New Jack City? Paid in full. 90s LA rappers or 90s New York rappers? Mm. 90s LA, I'm going to say. Yeah. Sierra or Shanti? Shanti. Friday Night Lights or So Far Gone? Oh, Friday night lights, come on, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Last one, Donald Jones or Joe? Donald Jones. Donald Jones. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, okay, okay. You can't ask me a Friday night lights question, man. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> what, so, so, would you say J. Cole's like the bit like your... J. J. Cole is my favourite rapper, period, alive. Really? He, definitely. Okay, so what was what was the introductory project for you for J. Cole that made, me, that made you deep? Okay, who is this guy and I need to pay attention to? The first project I heard was the warm up, which was his second project. Mm. And are you, you, you familiar? You, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. back to front, yeah. Okay, so the song "Losing My Balance." Do you remember that song? Okay, no. but yeah, when I heard that song, I was like, "Oh, okay, this this guy, he's got something. He's got something about him, mm. man. He's sick." And then he's got another song called "Dreams." It's so funny because it plays yeah, into what dreams, we were going to yeah, talk yeah. about as well. Because the whole concept of the song is. This is girl that he's head over yeah. heels in love with, and he just has visions of killing her boyfriend, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like just he's just super creative and he's skilled, highly skilled rapper. Which I think at that time when he came out, it was it wasn't as you was it wasn't as visible. You didn't see it as much. Yeah, so he was, was a very much fresh like the, air. It was very much like the I want to say bling bling era, but it was very much like the rappers making like there you, you know the, either you're either making you know. Gangsters or twerk anthems. I yeah, yeah. Do you know what time it was? Was I, call it, I call it fast food music. Yeah. 
fast food music. So yeah. hearing Cole is just a breath of fresh air. And also, I think for me anyway, other than Isaiah Rashad, mm. I think J. Cole's the most relatable rapper to me. Mm. I relate to what he says so much. Mm. I think the first J. Cole song I heard was Who That? Okay. Yeah, okay. that was the first yeah, J. Cole yeah, yeah, song yeah, yeah. I heard, it's didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard, and I was like, this guy's... Because, do you know what it was? I heard it, I was like, this song must be old because man, they're not rapping like this. Okay. I heard yeah, so I said, yeah, this song yeah, must yeah. be old, but I said, no, but like, it's HD, like, okay, yeah, who's this guy? Man. Then I started paying attention to J. Cole a bit more. Then I was like, this guy can really rap. And like, I can't, obviously I started listening to, um, people t- kept telling me, find that, like, find that, like, so I was like, cool. But at that period of time, it's weird. I didn't, I didn't start really taking in J. Cole until later on in his career because at that period in time, like I asked the question, I was a huge Drake fan. Well, oh, huge. Okay. So I was a, so it's weird. Like I've been a fan of all three of like the big three at various points in my life. Kendrick, Drake, Cole. Yeah. For everyone who yeah. doesn't. Yeah. But Kendrick's overall my favorite because I've been a fan of him the longest, the most consistently. And I think project wise, he hasn't let me down. Uh, you listen to Friday Night Lights? Yeah. Section A of Friday Night Lights? It's Friday Night Lights. Okay. I, Fair enough. Section 80, I, I love Section 80, but it's not a project where I can listen to Section 80 back again outside of a few hit songs, outside yeah, of maybe yeah, yeah. ADHD. Um, high Power? High Power, Rigor Mortis. Um, high Power is produced by Cole as well. I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Rigor Mortis. And then um, there's one song called No Makeup Today where I really like. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But Find Out That for me has just got more replay value for me. Good Kid Mad City is where I truly undoubtedly became a Kendrick fan. Cause that's like, yeah. Good Kid Mad City is my, one of my favorite albums of all time. Um, yeah. yeah. I think if you're a fan of, if you're a fan of rap music, yeah. that has to be. Yeah. That has to be for me. So during that period of time, Final Nights was like what? 11? 2011? 2011. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2011. I was huge into Drake. Just that Drake, So Far Gone had come out a few years ago. Thank Me Late had come out. And I think Take Care was either about to come out. It was out about just, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He released headlines and I just like, for me, Drake at that period, Drake's peak was up until to me, nothing was the same. Post. Yeah, I agree. I agree. 100%. Maybe, maybe some people like to include if you're reading this is too late in that, in in Drake's prime. But I think that's when we kind of started to see the dip. Was that when we saw a bit of the future influence? Yes. 100%. That's when I kind of lost interest a little bit. Yeah. And then... From there, like J. Cole was always obviously 2014, J. Cole released Forest Tours Drive. Und- undeniable classic. Just Fact. undeniable. Facts. Undeniable Facts. classic. I think he he kind of I don't wanna I don't wanna like wait, can I swear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do your thing, bro. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say I don't really want to shit on none of his other projects, innit? But I feel like with Forest Hills Drive, he kinda owed his supporters one a little bit, I think. Because before that was Born Sinner. And before that was Cold World, his first one, yeah, Cold, Cold World, World Sideline yeah. Story. But the thing is, with Cold World Sideline Story, me being a fan, I like the songs anyway, but I was understanding because I was aware he wanted to, a lot of what was on Friday Night Lights was supposed to be his album. Yeah. So what happened was when he when he didn't put out the album, he needed to, obviously you got to remain relevant. You got to be a visible presence for the people. So he put together Friday Night Lights and just put it out. Yeah. So I was okay with Cold, like the Sideline Story being a bit, Underwhelming. Yeah. Born Sinner, again, I liked, but it wasn't cohesive enough. Mm. Do you feel like, because a lot of people accuse like um, projects like Born Sinner of having like the influence of trying to appeal to the mainstream audience of like, mm. okay, he's like, because he started singing a lot more. 
um, yeah, during yeah, those yeah, projects yeah. and people said, oh, like he's really trying to, you know, crack into that mainstream commercial scene with some mm. of those songs. And that's kind of what played the project. Do you yeah. feel that's the case? With Born Sinner, maybe slightly, uh, sideline story by far, mm. by far. The songs like Nobody's like, Perfect. And even when I think of it, just the album, the first thing that comes to my head is Can't Get Enough, Can't, can't Get, get Enough. enough. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, dear Cole, that's, you would and never then, make that um, now. What's the one? If you got a good thing. Workout. Yeah, Workout. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, what, yeah. What one was that? Was that Born Sinner? That was um, Sideline Story Sideline as well. Stories, yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah, Sideline yeah. Story, yeah. So Born Sinner, that was Power Trip with Miguel, which is one of my favorite collaborations mm. of J. Cole. Power Trip with Miguel was cold. Yeah, why not, bro? Oh, power! Listen, power <laughs> trip is a deeper song. Deeper is a listen. That's oh my god! If I if I talk about like, I appreciate it, bro. When we talk about like um, R and B artist and um, rapper combinations, Miguel and J Cole. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's up there. Like, them yeah, man don't miss. What was their f- first one? All I Want Is You. All I Want Is You. They got Power Trip and then they got, oh, no, they do have a miss. Come they, Through and Chill. They do have a Wait, miss. Wait, is that a miss? That's Come, a, but come what, Through and Chill. Come Through and Chill is a miss. No, not the song. Oh. J. Cole's verse is a miss. Nah, man. J. Cole's verse is a miss. It's off. Like, man's but, talking about Colin Kaepernick in the middle of, like... Yeah, but we know where he was at in life at that moment, man. Yeah, but I'm not out there in the song, though. I hear that. Like, I hear I'm that. trying to, like, come through and chill, literally. It's a song I'm playing. I'm trying to talk to someone. Yeah. And then I'm like, social justice issues. Don't get me wrong. I love, don't get me wrong. Like, I am no stranger to, to, to political um, discourse in my rap. I love it. Yeah. But not on the big girl song. Not on the big girl song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not on the big girl song. But do you know what? Maybe it's my bias, though. Like, for me, J. Cole can do no wrong, bruv. Yeah. Ah, he can. There's one song he made. I hope no one actually goes to listen to this song. But it, I had to remove it from my memory. I had to make a conscious effort to was say, this, I'm going to act like this song was never made. Was this recent? No, no, no. This is a while ago. Okay. It was a song called Disgusting. Okay. And when I heard it, I think my, my friend, my, one of my friends sent it to me. Like, oh, yeah, Cole's got something new. And when I heard it, I said, bro, if this is what he's doing, yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm I'm tapping out, man. I'm done. I'm done. But it just seemed to be a one-off. So, yeah, man. So we were having an interesting conversation about, um, before the pod, just about like, well, we went from sampling in R&B to you asked me a question. Do you remember what question you asked me? No, no, no. Okay, no. Okay. We'll dial back through the conversation. But if I, no, scratch that. We will talk about a topic that me and you spoke about um, on our DMs one time. Okay. Dirty Mackin anthems oh. in R&B. <laughs> now. Yeah. Now, like, I did, like, when I think of like our great R&B, there's always Dirty Mackin. There's always, so, like, and I feel like some, some of the top, like, my, like, if I think of like a Mount Rushmore of Dirty Mackin anthems, one of them has to be Mario, Let Me Love You. That's nasty. Yeah, yeah, he's a wrong one. That's a wrong-un. nasty. Oh, he's a wrong one. He's a wrong one for that. Banger, but he's a wrong one. I think Joe, all the things your man won't do is up there. Agreed. Agreed. It's up there. And my my now my thing is is what Donnell Jones song? Because there's too many. I'm the, the first one that came to mind was He Won't Hurt You. Mm. Has to be that one, man. Mm. But even that one, he kind of he was a bit subtle with it. So if I had like a Mount Rushmore, I probably would leave him out. But yeah. yeah, that's probably and this and this. I have to now if I have to include a woman in this. At Mary J. Blige, Little Kim, 
Oh, I can love yeah, you, yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. like that yeah. has to be there. Mm-hmm. That has to be there. I'm sure the comment section, man, I'm saying, what about this? What about that? But why? I want to ask, why is Dirty Mac so crucial to 90s and 2000s R&B? Because me personally, I think low-key, we're all a little bit toxic, bro. Mm. Low-key, people don't want to say it, but we're all low-key, a little bit toxic. And we secretly love it, man. Mm. That, that's, that's, that's just the, the reality of it to me. We all, we all love it, man. We all love to hear it. We love to relate to the songs and... Because that's, well, that's how I am with music anyway. Yeah. Sometimes I like to put myself in the position of the song if it is relatable. And yeah. People love that, man. Yeah. People love that. It's yeah. just being toxic. Yeah. And I remember now what we spoke about before. It's like... And also, just a quick thing. We've always... All of us, every single one of us have wanted a girl that's with someone else at that exact oh, 100%. moment. 100%. 100%. I don't know. Well, have you? Has it ever got to the point where you weren't able to contain yourself and you actually still tr- you still tried? Yeah. Swear. What to what to what, what the girls with someone else? You are then... fully aware of this and you still attempted. No, nah, not a full attempt. Not a full attempt. <laughs> not a full attempt. It was more so like if the fruit ball comes through, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, ready. yeah, yeah. Like, we've, we've was, all done that. Like, I, I've put myself in a position where it's like, all right, cool. Fruit ball comes through. Mm-hmm. I might be able to insert, but never on the tip of like, leave that man at home. Nah. Yeah, nah. nah not what Mario's doing. Nah, not what Mario's doing. That's not how the game's played. That's yeah, not nah, how nah, the game's not. played. But but, the, but uh, we say this, we said this before where I think Dirty Mackin and even like um, the poetry of 90s R&B and 2000s R&B is missing because the content is the same. In terms of yeah. the toxicity, we spoke about Brent Fires' toxicity. Yeah. The toxicity was there before. But it was masked, masked in like poeticism. It was masked in hey, um, flowery language. Where right now the R and B singers of today, they're straight to the point, unfiltered. They're yeah. unfiltered. Yeah. And artistically, does that does that bother you, or does that make the songs resonate more because they're cutting through the fat and getting straight to the point? I wouldn't say it resonates with me more, but mm. I guess one thing, a positive, it gives me more insight into that person. Mm. Because if you think about it, yeah, I don't want to delve into it, but a lot of these 90s R&Bs, people, things will come out about these people years later. Years and you're, later like, and you're like, Rawr. like him. Yeah. Like, so I don't know. I guess it, I appreciate the fact that they're more transparent with it. Yeah. That's what I would say. Yeah. I feel it's, 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 it's more, I feel like people relate to these artists a lot more today mm-hmm. in the sense where there's not, these artists, like I said, they don't have the air of mystique to them and the songs are more relatable. Yeah. But yeah. now I'm very conscious of what I'm listening to. So before I could just That's vibe it. out and just be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, rotted. Yeah, what? you're saying a madness. Rotted. Like, for example, like, my, one of my, like, one of my favourite artists of today is obviously Scissor. I'm not a fan of the latest projects, but, like, projects like Z and Control, I mm. love Scissor. But um, when I listen to a song like Supermodel, I'm like, raw. She's talking like she's really like putting saying her in. Some stuff. She's really saying some stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I was banging your whole boy while you were in Vegas on Valentine's Day. The transparency, like, bro. Just, like, like it's just very the, direct. The, I was like the audacity, bro. The audacity, <laughs> the unmitigated ghoul. Like it's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's, like, like I'm like okay. I love it though, bro. I'm like, yeah, like do you I know what I'm it. saying? Like even some all that. And I think that's why like the R and B. Um, Artists of today like have such a like cult like following these days. I don't think R&B, yeah, I, I don't agree. think R&B is like at the pace in pop culture where it was before. It, mm-hmm. But in terms of like the following these guys have, because like we take a piece 
of them almost in their music oh, more yeah. directly because they're literally saying what it is. Yeah, hundred percent. You become more attached to that artist, though, man. Because, like I said, with like I said with Cole before, because he's so relatable to me, that just made me latch onto whatever he's putting out. I'm 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 involved, man. Yeah, no, I have for to sure. Be in tune. Nah, for sure. It's um, it's. Do you, what? How would you describe that? Like, because there's always this talk about, oh, bring back the '90s, bring about the um, early 2000s R&B. How would you describe the state of R&B today? Um, I would say refreshing. Mm. Probably not as timeless, but I think that's the state of music entirely. In I don't think it's just R&B. I don't think music is as timeless as it once was. People don't, you don't get a moment to sit with, with anything now, bro. It's just, I'm telling you now, yeah. So Drake's brought out his album. I know a little bit off topic. Drake brought out his album this year. I guarantee you by January next year, no one's going to talk about it. And that's not no slight to Drake. I'm not singling him out per se, but that's just how people are now. So it's almost like, okay, you've got these 365 days to give us a project that's going to make us form an opinion of what we think of you. Once the year's up, yeah, and it's a new year, people forget about all of that stuff before, you know? Mm. No one, that's what I even, um, I revisited uh, Her's album, mm. you know, Back back of Her Mind? Yeah. Back of Her Mind. And I'm like, this album is so sick to me. Yeah. But no one talks about it now. Yeah. Because we're not in 2021 anymore. But, but you, if mm -hmm. I talk, and I think if I brought up that, I mean, I could talk to you about it, but... If I brought it up in general conversation, people would probably say, why are you talking about that? Yeah. But if I speak about confessions, no one's gonna say that. No one's gonna say nothing there. It's just, it's not time, music's not timeless. People don't allow it to be timeless anymore, man. I'm glad you said people don't allow it to be timeless because I feel like part of it is consumer culture. We want we want the next album tomorrow. Do you, specific, you personally? No, I don't. Okay. I'm very okay with artists like going away for three years, living life, experiencing new things. This is what I'm saying. And coming back to the music and showing us their experiences. I feel like too many times artists are on the trip and I think it's down to streaming and down to just the way the music industry is, is these days. But yeah, yeah. they want to be hot. They want to consistently have like the heat on 10 and be like, I want to be relevant. I don't want to fade out of the public consciousness, but sometimes let us miss you. And I feel like we, we, we don't miss artists anymore. I've got an interesting theory though. Mm. Do you think that's because of the impact Drake's had? Why people have that approach? I guess, but even Drake himself, he's, to be fair, five, six years is a long time. But for the last six years, he's been doing that, I must release an album yeah, every yeah, year yeah, yeah. formula. But that's not what got Drake to the dance. True. Don't get me wrong, Drake always, Drake always had his finger on the pulse. But Drake was hot because if you look at the spaces between some of these projects, between Take Care and Nothing was the same, mm -hmm. right? Even though I think it was like maybe like two years between those two projects. Take Care and Nothing was, yeah, about that. About roughly. two years, yeah, right? Yeah. Even though that's a short period of time, but it's longer than what he's doing now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, by far. Those albums don't sound the same. Not in the slightest. They don't sound the same at all. And even like subject matter wise, you could probably say it's similar, but you get two totally different experiences and probably... And probably that's because Drake's like, in that two years, he's lived a lot of life. Like he's become a more successful artist with yeah, Take yeah, Care. Yeah. And now the perspective he has post Take Care is different to the perspective he had on a project like Thank Me Later or So yeah, Far yeah, Gone. Yeah. But now it's like, if you're releasing a project year after year after year after year, how much time are you taking in between? <laughs> you're not, you're not, literally, you're, everyone is just going to forget the last project. Yeah. What's this next one in front of me? And, and, uh, 
obviously the way streaming works, like it, it, it requires you to put your finger on the pulse. But it's like, yeah. that's why I appreciate, even though I wasn't the biggest fan of Mr. Morrow and the Big Steppers, I did appreciate. Okay. I liked it, but it's like, out of Kendrick's like releases, it's, 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 it's on the lower end of the spectrum. I feel like- I'm Not pre- the lowest. Not the lowest, okay. but on the lower end of the spectrum. Okay, so uh, can I just ask you a question then? Yeah. So in regards to albums that have come out this year so far, yeah, how many albums could you name me that are better than that? Mr. Morale. <sighs> you see the struggle? Is Westside Guns album better than that? I don't think so, but... That's true. But then I'm comparing Kendrick to Kendrick. I hold Kendrick to a because when I think yeah, but then okay, yeah, go on. Because every time Kendrick's dropped, right, whether it was to Pippa Butterfly, Good Kid, Bad City, Damn, that's genuinely been the best project of that year, anyways. Yeah, I agree. So when I'm so when I say like I'm not a big fan of Miss Brown, Big Steppers, doesn't mean I don't like that album. It just means in comparison to the rest of his catalog, yes, okay. it's not like it's it's not. For example, I still listen to Survivor. I listen to oh, yeah, 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 like. I love songs that count me out. Like there are certain songs of Mr. Morale that I love. Like um, obviously, I don't know. I don't like Purple Hearts. Um, World Steppers is it? World Steppers, the one where he's talking about um, first time I fucked to work with. Yeah, 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 yeah. World Steppers. There's um, N95, uh, N- I believe. Um, and then there's the one with Blast. Um, what's the? I'm bad with song names. So am I, bro. I hope I'm not too late. Yeah, but um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Th- that one. So the songs I revisit, like it's still a project that like I wouldn't mind putting on, but compared to like to Pimp a Butterfly, Good Kid, Bad City, Damn grew on me a lot. I, damn grew same, on me a lot. Same. When it first came out, I was like, really? Damn grew on me a lot. Because did you know what it is? I was like, I was in my backpack era where I was like, why is Kendrick making all these commercial music, yeah. these commercial songs? But I'm like, you know what? And the run he was on before yeah. that. Yeah. <sighs> Man. But I was like, you know what? Let me not be a hipster. Let me just actually listen to the song. I'm like, fair enough. Like, these songs are actually good. Yeah, yeah. Like, these songs are actually good. But it's it's fair. But I feel like, even as a music consumer these days, like, I was way more into, like, actively consuming the latest songs a couple years ago, because I feel like there was more effort put by the artists. Like, such as who? I I think, for example, like, I, I think 2016, 2017 to 2018, mm-hmm. like, I properly got into, like, Sabah, Mick Jenkins, No Name, all of these lot. Yeah, I like Speedo, Mick Jenkins, though. Like, all of these, man, like, when Mick Jenkins released The Waters and all the, and, and, and then projects yeah. there, I was like, and I feel like, even during that scene, even during that time period, fam, just the mixtapes that were coming up, whether it was Chance Rapper, Acid Rap, Mick Jenkins, The Waters. Um, yeah, you're, no, you're talking uh, to my soul right now. Yeah, that, do you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. like I felt like there was a... There, do you know what it is? I felt like there's a lost generation of rappers that never fulfilled their potential. Backpack rappers. Yeah. Like, for example, Chance the Rapper, Vic Mensa, I expected them to be a lot yeah. bigger than what they are. I think Chance kind of got there, though. He got there, but then the projects were just... I think that's what messed him up. The projects were like, yeah, you're right. He got, and there were he, nothing like acid rap, nothing, nothing like it, nothing. And that's what we expected. Vic Mensa, Vic Mensa was amazing, and I yeah, I Vic Mensa was cold, man. Nobody's checking for him really and truly. I think I was listening to Orange Show the other day, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Vic Mensa was cold. Vic Mensa was like, and he's he's one of those rappers where like ten years, like respectfully, like people aren't going to be talking about him. 
like that. Like, yeah, there'll no, be people no, no, like no, us, not. like, probably say, oh, you remember Vic, when Vic Mensa had a yeah, run? Yeah, yeah. Even we have to say, remember when Vic Mensa had a run. Vic Mensa's not at the top of your brain. Yeah, tr- not at all, not at He's all. He's not at the top of your brain, but I just feel like there was, like, there was a class of rappers that were, like, bubbling, and for some reason, they just, they either, like, plateaued or they never, like, reached. Yeah, whatever they never expectations the there were. They platform they had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, like, Charles Rapper, for me, is one of those where I was like, huh. But, he, but Mick Jenkins is a weird one because... He's been releasing good music. Yeah. But he's not as known as someone as, as like Isaiah Rashad either. But do you know... Oh, man. Yeah, my guy. But do you know, with Mick Jenkins, he doesn't... He gives me the impression he's not somebody who cares about numbers in Fair. the slightest. He Fair. seems like he doesn't care. So it makes sense for him to not have the following of a... I don't know, anyone like a Joey Badoss or something. Because I don't think Mick cares that much. Mm. I could be wrong. Maybe but he could be sitting at home crying yeah. because he ain't got number one. But yeah. I don't get that from when I listen to him. Yeah. I feel like he knows he's lane. He stays in it. And like you said, these people that have cult followings, he's one of them. Yeah. If you know about Mick Jenkins, I can't play. I could never play a Mick Jenkins song to somebody and you tell me, oh, Mick Jenkins is dead or he's no. shit. You can't do it, bruv. So I just don't think he cares. I don't think he cares. And I think I think Zay is a little, a little bit like that as well. Yeah. I feel like... Zay's like that, but I thought, and maybe that's just because of like his proximity to Kendrick with TDE and Scissor yeah, and stuff like yeah. that. He's just, he's viewed, if you know hip hop, he's viewed in the steam as like, oh no, Zay's like up there. Like Zay, okay, Zay. there's like a class of like, called the Drakes, the Kendricks, the J. Coles, where it's just like, they're even Drake, you could argue that he's on the tier above them in terms of popularity. Okay, yeah. But yeah. then it's like, there's like a tier of rappers where it's like, okay, I know you. I know you. I've yeah, heard of yeah, you. yeah. I might not follow you, but I know, I know you're you. about. You're about. And I feel like Isaiah is in that tier where you've probably a lot. Most people were like they're they're casual consumers of hip hop. They're like, I haven't heard Isaiah Rashad, but like I've I've heard that name a few times. Yeah, and I feel like Mick yeah, Jenkins yeah, yeah. is below that. Is it weird that I kind of love that for Isaiah Rashad? Because mm. you know sometimes when you discover a new talent and then. Suddenly, bare people are coming up to you. Oh, what have you heard? Have you heard of Isaiah Rashad? And you're thinking, bro, I've been listening to him. I kind of like where Isaiah Rashad is at because those who get it, get it. Yeah. And you have, because there's a lot of people that aren't like us, you know? Yeah. Like, I remember when, um, I hate to even speak about this, but the, when the madness came yeah, out. Yeah, when the madness came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, I just remember, like, man, they were just laughing at me. Like, like I'm like, boy. That, 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 that you, don't change nothing. Can I be honest with you though? At mm. the time, it bothered me though. Yeah. It made me look at myself though, because I was mm. like, why does this bother you though? Doesn't mm. doesn't change anything. Yeah. Doesn't change anything. I still take the same messages that I take from his music. He's still just as relatable. Yeah. Like no, it, it was told, a proper eye opener for me. But no, do you know I what? I was just shocked. I respect you saying that because when it came out, I was like, huh? What? It sounded, uh, it didn't sound real, bro. I was like, ah, uh, but then I was like, I, had to, I really had to like tell myself, okay, but what does this actually mean? Why does it concern you? Yeah. Like, and I had, yeah, 100%. I had a moment where I was like, all right, Steph, like, what, are you just going to never listen to him again now because of he, whatever his personal preference might be? That's stupid, bro. It's stupid. Because 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 I remember, like, when I went to, like, when I listened to songs like, obviously, Heavenly Father, West Savannah, um, Tranquility, Shot You Down. Mentful. Bro, like, bro, bro like, that prods that Sylvia demo project from Isaiah Rashad, yeah. Like we, we we spoke about longevity of projects. That project still lives with me today, bro. Oh, of course. That of course. Bro, like, when I saw him live this year, yeah, 
earlier this year yeah. and I heard these songs live. I yeah. said, wow. Like, wow. Like, yeah, th- no. this is an artist where, like, that pro- like, like that project, and even the Sun's tirade, I love the Sun's tirade. I thought that goes under the radar as well. It, yeah, definitely. It definitely goes under does. the radar as well. But Sylvia Demo is just a project that's going to, like, stay with me. And I feel like... The- Do you not think the Sun's tirade will stay with you? Certain songs. But not oh, the way okay. Sylvia... I thought Sylvia Demo is just, like... I just think it's perfect. It's a very short project, though. It's very, yeah, but I like that. I do so like. Do I. So I like, do I. I like short. I feel I like short projects that get to the point yeah. and where I could just. That's why I love Acid Rap so much. Acid Rap is a short project. Hundred percent. But I can literally, I could play Acid Rap, start to finish, and yeah, I have songs I prefer over others. But there might be a time where I just won't change the song. I won't. I won't yeah, skip that's anything. A fact. Sylvia Demo is definitely one of them. And there's not a bad song on there. And the way you spoke about Isaiah in terms of like. Like in terms of like artists that you love and you kind of get to keep to yourself while mm. them still getting the popularity, I felt that way about Scissor. Did you? Yeah, I was a like I was a Scissor fan from that from the Project Z. Okay. With songs like Child's Play, like I discovered Scissor because of TDE. So yeah, the first yeah, yeah. Scissor song I heard was Babylon, and Scissor was like the best kept secret for me. It was like, oh my god. Do you mind them? Know yeah, about no, I agree. I agree. It took and a then while. Control came out, and then songs like The Weeknd came out, and then she just she catapulted and skyrocket. Yeah. Sky, did it um, surprise you that she did though? Yes and no. Yes, because Scissor greatly changed her sound. Yeah, if you listen she did, to man. Z, and this is a Control. Those are two different artists. Like even the yeah. like the amount of all like, with um, even Scissor said this herself when she made Z. She didn't have an understanding of how to make music per se. So a lot of the, if you hear a lot of her earlier stuff, there's a lot of like vocal augmentation. There's a lot of like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Ele- electronics added to her voice where in like later on, she's singing a lot more. Um, and she's making more traditional R&B today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More yeah. traditional, what we classify as R&B now, where her style in Project Z was a little more was a little bit more alternative. A little bit more. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I feel like as an artist, like she evolved and changed. And I love both projects for different reasons. But like when I first discovered Scissor, I was like, oh my God, like I've hit the jackpot here. I don't even remember what the first song I heard of her was. Because the first thing that comes out sticks out to me is stuck in the mud when she feeds Yes. But I'm sure I must have heard her before yeah. that. For me it was it was definitely it was it, it was um it was child's play and it was Babylon. Babylon was the first song I ever heard. And I was like, who is this woman? And her aesthetic as well, just coming out with the Afro, which apparently now was fake. I don't know. What? Apparently the whole, like, uh, like the whole Afro aesthetic thing was a fake, was fake. I don't believe it, man. Uh, apparently, I don't know, innit? Like, I, I could be tricking myself, but I don't believe Scissor, it. Apparently, no, but Scissors has been known as a notorious liar, innit? So, online to people. <laughs> so she's enough. lied about bare stuff, innit? But... I don't know, but just the aesthetic of Scissor, she came up with the Afro, just singing, and the and the, yeah. the way she was singing, and the fact that she was she was the singer on the hip hop collective. Yeah, already, yeah, yeah. Like, already she kind of stands out. She already. stands out. I was like, who and is this? TDE were a flipping powerhouse, bro. Oh my days, bro. Bro, I can't like because the fact she, Kendrick's not there. Yeah, punching that they must be burning. pulling the hair out, bro. Because they're they're. I don't want to say I don't... I definitely still care because obviously you still got Abdel, you still got Schoolboy, you still got Isaiah, but the novelty is just not the same, man. Do you feel like TDE reached their potential in terms of what TDE should be? 
Because I feel like TDE... Mm, no, I don't okay. think so. I don't yeah. think so. Because I feel like TDE... This is no... This is, I feel like TDE should have been looked at in, like, as one of, like, the greatest hip-hop collectives in terms of talent. But we yeah. never got there because... Think about it. Q released Oxymoron. Banger, by the way. Cold album. Crazy cold, cold, album. Cold. Obviously, you had Isaiah with Sylvia demo. At that time, Kendrick had um, released Good Kid, Bad City and To Pimp a Butterfly. Um, Abso had released... I'm going to Google the album now. Um, Abso had just released... Like, all of them had released world-renowned and critically acclaimed projects. All of them. Yep. Every single one Every of them. single one. J-Rock's like, one was... What was J-Rock's one called again? Um, I don't know exactly what project you're talking about. Uh, I can't um, remember the name of it. Let me check. Uh, I'm not, yeah, yeah, let, let, let me see. It was, it was so, um, nine on, nine, oh, oh, five, go. nine. That's yeah, the yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. See what that's I'm saying? The they've all, it's, like that's you said, the they've one. all so had like gumbo. Vice City. Oh, Vice City was Vice my Vice City, champion. oh my God. Big money, big booty, bitches, man, that shit, shit gonna, gonna be there for me. Who had the best verse in that song? <sighs> I'm, I'm leaning towards Q. I'm thinking yeah, I was going to say Q. I was I'm say thinking Q. Q. I was I'm thinking Q. Q. But then, and then even like the black, some of the black, when they'd release a rare black hippie freestyle yeah. or something, and the UA No freestyle, like, oh, them man, man as a had TDE as a collective had it. They had it, the game in the palm of their hand, bro. And I don't know what happened. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Do you know what? I think, obviously Kendrick leaving plays a part, but didn't Isaiah have issues before his second album? Yeah. Because um, I think it was due to his like his drinking and his pills problem, innit? And they were going to drop him from the label. Yeah. But so. all of the... Well, not all of them. Um, Scissor has had issues with punch consistently. She's posted that. on Twitter that she's, like, she's had issues with punch. Isaiah, obviously, due to his drinking issues. And... Because, obviously, Q released Oxymoron, then Blackface. Mm -hmm. and, but then Crash Talk wasn't it. Uh, yeah, I liked it, but... Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't one of them. And I feel like J Rock, and I feel like the subsequent projects that these, um, the rest of TDE released, didn't capture, capture the momentum that they had. Do you think they missed a step not putting out a joint album? Put, not putting out a Black EP album was criminal. It was wild. It's criminal. It's wild. It's man. criminal. Like you have one of the best collective in terms of rappers. Like yeah, talent wise, like it's weird. It's weird to see, for example. How how well um, acclaimed Dreamville is right now, and I'm like, yeah. TDE, you you were them before them. So I'd even say better, better, even better, bro. Better as a collective, you are better. JID is my guy in it, but yeah, nah, they were way better, way better. TDE was something else, man. I thought we were gonna see the longest reign from a hip hop collective ever, and it just wasn't meant to it's, be. It's bro. Just, it just wasn't there. It's it's, it's a weird one. Who was uh, uh, who was your favorite member of TDE? Isaiah Rashad. Isaiah Rashad. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. Isaiah Rashad again. You just super relatable. Relatable. Do you know what I like about Isaiah? Yeah, he's very much like a. I don't listen to Isaiah Rashad for bars. No. Like I don't. For someone who loves battle rap, I don't listen to Isaiah Rashad and say, "Let me hear what the most creative thing he said and how he manipulates his words." But his music is. For a hip hop artist, it's so soulful, man. Smooth, it's smooth, smooth and soulful, bro. Like you can't, you can't compare him to any, anyone. The, the closest thing 
And don't shoot me down because it's just the closest. I'm not saying they're alike. But the closest thing I can compare him to is like an Andre 3000, bruv. Absolutely. If I'm being totally honest no, with you. Absolutely. Because when I went to that Zaire Rashad show, I was shocked at how much I was singing. Yeah, bro. I was, I was, I, would, like, I wasn't like, I don't, he's a, and he's an artist where it's not like, it's not like he's a Drake or for example, where he's like, um, like super melodic and stuff like that. But there's, yeah. for some reason, there's a part of his music, like even for some, a, a perfect example, a song like Heavenly Father, he's rapping. But when I'm reciting the song, I'm not rapping, I'm singing. Everybody's telling me a lot. Oh, I man. I they give me something from my soul. Oh, I don't want to take a suicide. No, I bro. To please. Listen. Bro, I have a guy's fast to say, in terms of hip-hop now, who's active, he's on the best run. Yeah. Of anyone. Yeah. I think I'd he's agree. on the best run. Because, okay, if we're talking like any rapper's last three albums, or, or two, okay, we'll say two, because Sun's Tirade and the last one, but yeah. who's... Who's got that consistent last two projects have been? The only person, the only person I put up there with him is JID with DiCaprio one and two. That's not a bad shout, you know. That's <laughs> not a bad yeah, shout. DiCaprio but it's not many of them, bro. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Isaiah's on a run. Nah, Bass not really. Um, I wasn't a fan of Bass to begin with. It yeah. took a while. Yeah, it took a while, man. But, but do you know what artist I had put high hopes for, but I don't think has hit them for me reason? But you had high hopes for? I had high hopes for a reason. I heard him on features and I was like, this guy's got something. Yeah, no, he's definitely but got something. But then when I listen to his project, it's like he's not put it together. Yeah, man. I just I just don't... Reason to someone I, I, I hoped I had high aspirations for, but they just, they yeah, just, haven't, yeah, yeah, they just yeah. haven't hit that for me. But, yeah, no, I agree. He hasn't, he hasn't done much. But yeah, but even when you think of projects though, how, okay, how valuable do you think albums are in the way we consume music today? Because I feel like there's a lot of artists that kind of get away with not putting out a great album, but they'll put out great for songs. Solid song. Um, for me personally, it's important. It's so important, man. Because, brother, I'm, I'm part of the old school where these singles are going to make me go and tune into your album and want to find out your story or mm. more about your story. So, yeah, that's so important to me, man. The album can't be underwhelming. It can't be, man. I'm super disappointed when I'm looking forward to an album and I don't get what I expect. Mm. I'm so disappointed, bro. So, yeah, man. I mean, I understand the singles game. Obviously, financially, it makes the most sense. But, no, nah, man, it's about the artistry mm. above everything else. What? So, like, obviously, you're a battle rap fan. Mm -hmm. Like, what, what do you look for in terms of, like, a, let's say a rapper, for example? Is it the lyricism? Is it the storytelling? Is it their flow? Is it their cadence? Like, what is the what is the thing that you look for that says, okay, this is what's going to make me fight with this guy? Um, pause. I, yeah, big pause. pause. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think... I think it depends on the artist, per yeah. se. So, I don't... Like, J. Cole is a, a, a lyrics man. I don't, I'm not going to say he's the most lyrical out of every rapper, but he is a lyrics man. We yeah. know there's substance is what he's saying. But like Isaiah Rashad, he's not super lyrical to me. Yeah. He's more, he, what he says is potent without it being super technical, mm. but it's very potent what he says. So I guess, I guess I'd say potency, you know, mm. what you're actually saying. I, you could spit, it's funny because I love battle rap, but it's different settings. Like battle rap, you can say a super clever bar and I might appreciate it more in a battle rap sense than in a song because, okay, it's super clever, super creative, but doesn't resonate with me though. Mm. It's just a clever line. 
So I guess the potency behind what you're saying more than anything else. Yeah. Like when when I listen to Isaiah Rashad, like I can just we know he has problems with like his mental health, but you just know when you listen to it and like what's it um what's his song called? Uh Dress Like Rappers. Yeah. Um what's the um I can't admit I've been depressed. I hit a wall. Ouch. Yeah. Like that's not no super lyrical stuff, but I felt it because yeah. it's like, okay, I know exactly how you feel. You took me there. So that's what I look for. Yeah. What you you need to make me feel what you're saying. Mm. And I think that's important for me. There because in, in terms of songs, there isn't really a, a rapper I can say, I like you just because you're lyrical. Make me feel what make me feel what you're saying or where you come from, kind mm. of thing. Like that's that's my go-to. Mm. I'd say the like there's certain songs where I just appreciate, like for example, I'd say like Lupe Fiasco Murals, that's a song I just listen to for like Lupe is one of the most unappreciated underappreciated rappers mm. of all time. Talk about no, he I mean, if we're talking lyricism, yeah. Lupe is up there with the best. Yeah. But for whatever reason, no one talks about him. And I don't know why. That is that is interesting. Do you feel like people talk about him? No. No, no not at all. No, people talk about Lupe, but they talk about him for like when I hear Lupe conversations, I hear songs like Superstar kick push like the, the songs yeah, that yeah, yeah. like got him to like the mainstream audience but when people talk about Lupe it's like it's weird I hate people more people talk about Joe Budden than Lupe as a rapper yeah yeah I agree which is weird to me because I feel like both of them are both occupied the lyricism space yeah yeah but it's weird how and I and I obviously I know Joe's um, more culturally relevant now because of the podcast and stuff like that. But even yeah. before... Also, put- Joe was very controversial, though. We have to take that into True. account as well. Like, True. you wouldn't really... And again, no slight to Joe Budden, but you're not going to see Lupe Fiasco on a live stream with an ice pack on his eye because a rapper's entourage punched him in the True. face. You you would never see that True. Lupe Fiasco. True. And it, it all it all contributes to people paying attention to you. Yeah. Lupe probably wasn't controversial enough. Mm. Like, it's so mad how much people buy into controversy. It's but, crazy, But here's bro. the thing, though. Here's the thing, because even amongst, like, the lyrical backpack community rapper, for example, um, rest in peace, MF Doom, right? Okay, yeah. MF yeah. Doom, uh, Most Def, Talib Kweli, all of them, man, of them, are yeah, well yeah. regarded in a certain space, right? And yeah, obviously, that man came slightly before Lupe, but there was enough crossover to where they were around at the same time. Agreed, yeah, yeah. But Lupe doesn't even occupy those conversations, yeah, but why though? I don't understand. That's the why. thing. Lupe, Lupe sits in a, in 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 a space where it's like, okay, when people, when I hear people talk about, okay, the Talib Kweli's, the Commons, the most deaths, they don't put Lupe in a conversation. But then when I see other people talk about like prominent rappers, because Lupe was very popular in the mid two thousands. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Very popular. 100%. Like he had hits Listen, that even man, transcended. Like he was part of the rap. reason people were wearing them stupid trainers, bro. What were they called? Um, Supras. Yeah. You remember them? Yeah. The high tops. Yeah. He contributed to that, Bruv, man. Like, the, part, part, part of man them getting into skateboarding was because of songs like Kick Push. Exactly. So it's like, Lupe's in the weird space where I'd even say, and again, maybe this is because of his proximity to M, but Royce the mm-hmm. Five Nine's more renowned than Lupe these days. Royce is cold. Bro. Royce is cold. Royce is amazing. Royce is cold. Book of Ryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, listen yeah. to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> what an album, man. That's one the Babbler bought on it, right? Yes. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. That album is incredible. Yeah, no, but like, yeah, no, Lupe doesn't. He just doesn't get that attention, man. I wonder if he. No, nah, maybe he doesn't care though. I don't think he cares. I don't like when I see Lupe. For example, Lupe had like the, I don't know if it's still going on. But he had the podcast of Royce the Five Nine. Um, yeah, yeah. And it was, but 
just from the energy he gave off, he gave, he gave off the energy, like, I, I just don't care. If you man don't get it, you don't get it. And I feel like... It's example, a scary place to be in, though. I, yeah. feel, <laughs> I think from, from a consumer's point of view, it's scary when I get that impression from people, man. Yeah. Because I know we'll probably talk about it later, but it's like Lux in Battle Rap, where sometimes I feel like he's a bit too much. They'll get it later, man. Yeah, and it's but, like... Bun what, whatever them, them lot want. For like, example, yeah, I think Murals is one of the... Lyrically, one of the greatest battle rap, um, rap songs I've ever heard. It's one of the greatest, like that song. I heard that song, and I'm still unpacking lyrics to this day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm That's going back one to that thing Lupe's got though, man. I'm, I'm going back to that song, and I'm like, he said what? Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. and I'm just like, I am picking apart that song. Like, if there's like, but you're super consistent though, because you like daylight as well, bro. So it makes sense. I'm not listen. I'm not listen. Oh, I, listen. If we're if we're gonna get to a battle rap talk, listen, daylight's been pissing me off, bro. You well, know? We, we can go there now. I don't mind. I don't listen, mind. Uh, uh, sorry, guys. I know this ain't the general talk. We'll come back. But daylight's pissed me off here because he had like one of the best performances I've seen against um, Tay Rock. Best performances to, ever. I'd ever. fail Let's to capitalize on it. And he's, and, and at first I was like on the tip of like, yeah, you know what? Save your stock for the big for the big battle rappers. But you ain't battled no one. Okay, you battled Kinlos, but you ain't been back. You ain't been back in the and But can I play devil's advocate? Yeah. That battle with Tay Rock has the impact became lesser since no. not in the slightest. No. So I say that to say, can we fault him for saying, I'm just gonna kick back? Can we fault him? Yes, really? but, yes, because you're taught because you're going on your um this is how you know I'm a daylight fan. You're going on your YouTube channel <laughs> saying I'm better than this bar rapper, I'm better than this bar rapper, and it's like I feel you. Battle. Because you come out less than Lux. Does he? When was Lux's oh yeah, I think it was on the same oh yeah, he does come Lux out. Yeah, yeah, Lux yeah, was yeah, in yeah. the same card and he had yeah, that um, he, had, yeah. he had that Drake card battle with Geechee. Yeah, but Daylight had that battle with that weird King Bao guy. But yeah, that didn't count. That didn't count. Because like for me, yeah, do you know what I wanted to see? I would obviously free the wave, free free you surf. But after I wanted to see, especially after the run surf went like after Lux, I wanted to see daylight surf. Two different audiences. Well, that about, that about already. Now, oh, surf okay, now. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Consistent surf. <laughs> Consistent surf. In what type of setting though? In a big stage, I wouldn't like it because surf gas. Yeah, I, I, I can't even say surf gas though because surf is like it's, it's a little bit of gas, a little bit. Big up flag guy, Richards, by the way. Do you know, big yeah. up flag guy. But after what? No, do you know what the battle that made me say? Because I was sure before I was sure that Twerk was gonna move to surf. I was sure. I I was convinced that that bot battle was not gonna be both of them have three runs. I thought that like they were both gonna turn up with about two two and a half. Cause I think I'm saying I think peak twerk is better than peak surf. See, this is the thing, yeah, because we know twerk's capability, but what is peak twerk? I don't think we've Tay seen Rock. it. Oh, Tay Rock, yeah, 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 I feel like that's the day where I said Twerk top, top drop chest pop out like a Mario. Bro, on the yeah, no, nah, Twerk was moving wild in that battle. Yeah, that is the best Twerk, you know. I think that's the best that's Twerk the, I've ever seen. That's the like, even though he, I think he lost the second round, right? But it's the black like, for round one to three. He was twerk. at least a B plus every round. 
every round. I'd even say an A every round. Twerk was, he was on one. But I thought Tay Rock was good. But I just think the difference in skill level kind of showed in that battle. Because what Twerk can do with a pen is... That's why I don't put Tay Rock as an... Sorry, Flagger. Tay Rock's not an elite <laughs> battle rapper to me. Ooh. Do you know why? Because when he comes up against the elites... It's a bit show, underwhelming. They show levels. Mook, levels. Facts. Hitman, beat him. Hitman beat him. Uh, Daylight, washed him. Yeah. Twerk. I think Twerk clearly won. Twerk clearly won. I feel like... Okay, let me not say he's not elite. I feel like... Tay Rock here is like... In order... You have to be... You have to be elite. No. To beat Tay Rock, you have to be elite. But when he comes up against super, super top tiers... Yeah. Comes up short. Do you feel like it just makes sense for Tay Rock to be the big homie to the little homies? Yes. I hear that. Yes. I do hear that still 100%. 100%. Because I think it's his consistency that's got him to the point where he's at where people are regarding him as the best yes. ever. Which... I can't take nothing from you. If you're consistently turning up to every battle and you're giving me at least an eight and a half, eight out of ten, I can't, fault I, can't you. Fault you. I can't fault you at all. I can't fault you. But I have kind of always felt there's always going to be some battle rappers that are just more skilled than you. For sure. Like, yeah. I, like, I, like I feel Tayrock, Tayrock's a guy where it's like, I love it. But I thought like half of Tay Rock's gas is his delivery and how much yeah, convi- yeah, yeah. how much he believes his own bar. Yeah, but if I, I love it though. Because if if I put Tay Rock's bars and again, this is all like you can say this for every battle rapper. But if I put Tay Rock's bars in the hands of another battle rapper, they're shit. Like a JC or someone. They're terrible. They're bad bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. bad bars. Yeah. But it's the, it's just his delivery, his energy, the yeah. hat throw. The, I'm not yeah. playing for someone that yeah. they call Mister Almost About to Fight. Yeah, his believability is a one. Yeah, his believability is a one, man. Yeah, but but yeah, that, I think for me, I think me and you have like similar taste when it comes to battle rap, except for one guy. And I know you're Who's gonna. I don't. I don't. Uh, Briz. Wait, hold on a minute. Wait, what? How did I not know this? Nah. No, no, I like Briz, but you love Briz. I love bro. Uh, Briz is hit or miss for me. Briz is my top four battle rapper. Ever. I know, I know, ever. I know, because uh, because you'll be talking, you'll be listening to your top four, be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get to Briz, I'm like, uh. what is it you don't like about Briz though? His deliveries, I don't know. The the the, the delivery of Briz is hit or miss for me. Don't don't worry. I love his battle against. Um, Against um Ill Will. Uh, no, it wasn't Ill Will. Um who who was it? Um can't was, remember was it a big stage? No, small stage. Um oh, the, oh, he, he, he had the whole wave scheme. Mr. Wavy. Mr. Wavy. Yeah, His baggage yeah, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Wavy was cold. That's Briz all the time, bro. With the tidal wave. See the old red battle, I'm not a big fan of. Ill Will battle I love. Wait, you didn't like the old red I didn't like the old red battle. I didn't like the old red battle. I thought all red one. That's okay, because O-Red, O-Red was very... Oh, I love O-Red I as well, O-Red but won. O-Red was very good in that battle, but why did you not like what Briz like, is saying, though? Like, I don't know. Do you know? I don't know. It just didn't connect with me. Bro, it just like, didn't connect. Like, Briz... Like, I don't know why. Like, uh, uh, obviously, Briz versus Dots... Briz, Briz, oh, Briz yeah, versus... Cooked him. cooked him. Yeah, cooked him. <laughs> Briz versus Diak. Uh, Dots cold. Obviously, Ilwo was cold with the whole high beams, low light. See, that's cold. But I don't know. So but do you, do you, I think it, do you know what it is? Yeah, it seems like you're someone who, when you watch battle rappers, you like those people that have lines within lines. Yeah. 
That's fair. Briss is not that. He's not that. But he's, he's, he's very, creative in his he's own very way. Simple. He's very simple, but... I, is I, he simple though? Okay, so that Ored battle, the first thing, because you said Ored battle, I'm trying to think. So the first bar that probably comes to my mind that Briss said that I like, um, he had a bar where he said to Ored, um, ask about me, they know I could get stabbed in the throat, then use my rap sheet to patch up the hole. Mm. Like to me, that is super creative. It's yeah, so creative. sick. Yeah. Because what he's trying to say is, my rap sheet is so mad. I've done so many crimes. It's so much paper, it could wrap up a wound. Yeah. That's what, that's so creative to me, bro. Yeah. And he raps in multi-syllables and that's like bedtime stories to me. I love people who rap in multi-syllables, yeah. like old Eminem and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, that's Briz's no, do do, like For me, I don't think Briz is bad. But it's just, like, I was like, I was kind of shocked when he said Briz. I was like, that's like, what, when you listen to the rest of your guys, I'm like, Briz is so not like those guys. No, it's true. So I think I've said Lux, yeah. Hollow, Calico, Briz. Yeah, yeah, he's nothing like them. He's yeah. nothing like them. So I was like... But Calico, he's very original. Yeah. Very original. Very original. What are people in my top four? If you think, who does Lux rap like? No one. Who does Calico rap like? No one. Who does Hollow rap like? No one. Who does Briz rap like? No one. And for me, in a, in, a, in a culture that is very much oversaturated, yeah. I have to respect that. And it's not just about being unorthodox and original. They're skilled with it. Yeah. Like they, Briz has the ability to have a haymaker that if you read it on paper, it's not a haymaker. Yeah. That's so, that's See, so talented I, I guess to me for me, I, th I think you've, I guess for me, it's I'm always about like the pen and if, okay, if I read it, does it hit? No, it doesn't. I, I, a lot like, of what Briz like, says wouldn't and, hit. And, and that's why for me, Daylight is my favorite, like, my favorite battle rapper because when I read Daylight, I could have, I could listen to the bar with context, without of context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If hits. you read Daylight's bars, man, it'll be like, who's this? Who is this? Who's this? Bro, yeah. like, I'm so I have to go back to the table battle. Bro, <laughs> if I try angles, I'm a pyramid tier. What? No, nah, he, he was doing too much, man. What? Like, like the whole, don't be the now, because you dead see, I'm like, bro, like, the rock flip, the way he deconstructed. I said, I could even take rocks, paper with scissors. scissors. Nah, I could even take rocks, paper, paper with scissors. Scissor. That's going to be hard to top. Top from Top Dog. That, bruv, like, Daylight was, and that was in the space of like a bar and a half. He bro. was doing that every bar. Like, that, bruv, that's top five performances ever. Bro. People won't say it, but that's top five no, performances that is, ever. Look, that is the, because, yeah, bro, the whole space scheme. In round two. Bruv, you see what Daylight did, yeah? I even felt like in that battle, I think Capo said it as well, it felt like Daylight has unlocked a new move list in yeah. battle rap. Something that nobody's doing. Because you Pack know we shoddy, rock body, it's that suit. It's the... Yeah, no, no. Big hole in the rock. Welcome to the Grand, Grand Canyon. Canyon. Oh, my days. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, no, he was schooling Tay Rock in that battle still. They say rock will be too big. They get wait, 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 hold on. They say rock will be too big, so I gave him with pebbles. Bam, bam, infrared. Oh, he got turned into pebbles. Bam, bam. 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 <laughs> the flip, like, bro, no, man. Like, he's bro. allowed to take a break, man. Leave him alone. He's not taking a break, but this, this, this ain't a break. Where's the Lux battle? No, I think, yeah, no, in terms of like lyrical miracles, like, that's the battle we need. I think if that battle happened when it was supposed to, it would have shifted the culture in battle rap. Oh, People yeah, would have sure. had to change the way they were rapping. For sure. That's how important that battle was. For but sure. we've been waiting, is it, I want to say four years? Almost Three, five. four years? Flipping. Because pandemic, bro. bro. 
that yeah i mean if it happens obviously i'm in i'm yeah. invested heavily yeah. but if it doesn't i'm all right because yeah. you man have waited long enough man you yeah. man have waited long enough Nah, man. But yeah, that was that. That was the battle rap segment. Yeah, still, man, yeah, which, yeah, come on, I can't, I can't, I can't have Grey Hoodie Steph here not talk battle rap. But like, in yeah, terms man. of like, and I kept the Lux talk to a minimum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in terms, okay, I, I was supposed to ask this on the um, this was that, but I'll ask you this. Okay. Um, confessions or one seven oh five. Confessions. Really. Easily. I agree with you, but I hear there's so much debate between those two albums no in chance. particular. To me, no chance. Mm. Even like, I'm not, because people are probably thinking he's only talking about the, the singles and the bangers on 8701. Nah, because I'm even, I love, you know what my favourite song is on that yeah. project? How Do I Say? Mm. There was no video to that song, but I love that song. But Confessions is probably the first album I've ever been able to listen to without any skips. And you got a thing. What year did Confessions come out? 04. 04. I Bro, 04. I was 13 listening to Confessions, no skips. Imagine a 13 year old boy listening to an RB album front to back. No that skip. was, bro, Confessions was groundbreaking. And bro, the best RB selling album of all time, no? I think so. 10 mil? 10 mil? I think so. Come bro, on, man. Like, bro, like, songs like Truth Hurts. That's what it's made for. That's what it is, mate. Bad guy, simple hand, things. Can you handle it? Superstar. Superstar's top five R&B songs of all time. Mm. Yes. Yes, it is. It is. Our, so what was, what is your personal R&B Mount Rushmore? Yeah, bro. When you... <sighs> do you know what? Yeah, I can't lie. I think I managed to get my shortlist down to six in it. Okay. But what I'll do is I'll name my four and then I'll give you the two that I've left out. Okay. So... It is tough though, man. R&B Mount Rushmore, man. Just to clarify, you know what? You know, I'll make it easier for myself. I've purposely left out Michael Jackson because I think he's transcendent, bigger than the genre, bigger yes. than the genre. Yes. So, okay, the best way I was gonna do this was gonna have one male singer, one female singer, one male R&B group, one female R&B group. Perfect. Just to cover all. Perfect. I have Usher. Yep. Boys to Men, mm. TLC, mm. my female one has, I've been racking my brain for the past two days, bruv. It's, I'm, now I'm going to say Beyonce, but if I'm being honest, bro, it's between Beyonce, Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey. Where's Mary? Nah, she went in there for me, so. Ooh! She went in there for me, so. Ooh! Nah. Sorry, flight. Fl <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, no. Do you know what? Yeah, Mary's. Come on, man. We know she's a legend, but if we're, I hate to do it, but when you get to the nitty gritty and you're speaking about Mount Rushmore, one is influence on other artists, but two, I have to take into account. I have to take into account the albums you've sold and the numbers you do. And okay, brother. And I'm pretty sure. Like, Mariah Carey, people are going to be like, whoa, but, bruv, Mariah Carey's got the second most number ones of all time. But Mar And the things about Mariah Carey, people, I think because of, like, the hits, like, All I, all I Want For Christmas, you, people forget when it came to R&B. She had honey. honey. She, do you know what I'm saying? Come on, saying? man. No, Mariah Carey. Do you know what I'm Even, saying? like, in, her, in the later stages of her career where she had, like, We Belong Together. Yeah. And, like, all that stuff, man. Mariah Carey's a, she's a legend, man. She's a no, goat. No, for sure. But I would say Usher, Beyonce, Boyz to Men, TLC. 
I think my Mount Rushmore would go. I'll, I'll use the same format as you. So I'll do one male, one female. Um, R&B male group. R&B, R&B male. female group. Okay. Male, Usher. Um, male group, Jodeci. Oh, the boys to men. Listen, forever my lady, cry for you, freaking you. What's that dead one? Bang. Is it called, you got to get on up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Jodeci Joe, had some. Jodeci, for me, it was between Jodeci and Drew Hill for me. They were the first gangsters of R and B. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. look, Drew is boys to. I love boys to men. Obviously, like Motown, Philly, um, End of the Road. Boys to men is back again. Fifty candles. Like I know boys to men. You know, I know boys to men. You but, didn't even have to say end of the road. Yeah. That's why you're my guy. Yeah. You didn't even need I didn't to say, say end of the road. I didn't say it. But Jodeci. Jodeci was. My heart levels. belongs to you. Whatever you are. My heart belongs. Like, we have to think about, we have to really talk about Jodeci, bro. Yeah, you've got me second guessing a bit, man. Ah. Uh, Jodeci or boys to men. It's a convert. That's what I'm saying. It's a conversation. And then, uh, bro, if we're talking vocally, boys to men are probably better bro, as a whole. Yeah. Um, I won't do sales because uh, that's yeah. like cheat code. at different times. Um, yeah. in terms of hits, um, yeah, that's tough. You know. Do you know what? I'm gonna stick to boys to men only because they were before Jodeci. Yeah. That's the only reason. Jodeci are levels though, levels. When it comes to when it comes to uh, female groups, it's between two. Let's be honest. I'm going for Destiny. Over TLC. Yeah, that's fair. I'm going that's for fair. Destiny. And when it comes yeah. to R&B female, Destiny shoot. Child had some bangers. You know, like even I was listening to the other day. Um, what's it? Uh, Cater to you. Yeah. Yeah, bro. That song. I was like. These look actually sick, you know. Bro, I think, but well, obviously people talk about Say My Name, but I think Dark, Dark Child's one of the greatest R&B producers that never gets spoken about. That's like Jermaine Dupri, though. Yeah. No one talks about their, their work. Bro, Dark Child, like, obviously people talk about Say My Name, but even Black, I'm good. When he made Black, I'm good. Bro, Dark Child. Yeah, Bro, that, that Dark Child is... Destiny's Child was amazing. So, yeah. Um, so it goes Usher... Uh, Jodeci. I'm gonna make it more difficult. Okay. For you. you said Destiny's Child. Yeah. What if you had to, if you had to differentiate when it was a four and when it was a three? You can only pick one. Three. Would you still put them over TLC? Uh, if it's just the three, what the three did? So, uh, the so when they really survived, was it a four or three? Three. Three. Lose my breath. Survivor. Soldier. Cater to you. Yeah. Um, What's that? I even like the song that say my name. Yeah, and you needed somebody to talk to. Like Destiny's Child, like yeah, Destiny's Child for me. And then Phoebe's, there's so much. Okay, honorable mentions. I'm gonna get out. I get out way. If I had honorable mention, Brandy would have been my number one. My number one honorable mention. See, you know, okay, Brandy's. I always debate between Brandy and Monica. Really. Because I love why I love you so much, so much. Really? What about um? I don't wanna cause you no pain. No, it's a bad one. Even what's the other tune? I just wanna go. Angel back. of mine. Yeah. Yeah, not Monica. Before stuff. you walked out my life. 
before you. But don't get me wrong, Bradley, bro, my be best friend, sitting on top of the world, sitting up in my room. Have you ever? Say you Af will. Come on, man. Like, I think, oh, yeah, Bradley's that. Bradley was. Bradley's the pick. my favorite female R&B artist of all time. Yeah, my favorite. Not Mount Rushmore, but my favorite. So what? So what puts Whitney? Oh no, not Whitney. Sorry. What puts Mariah over Brandy? I'll be honest, it's probably success. Because if mm. we're speaking about Mount Rushmore, I feel like Whitney and yeah. Mariah kind of set the tone for everybody yeah. else. To me, anyway. And I don't mean this as disrespect. I put Whitney... See, see how you said Michael, yeah? I put Whitney more than pop just because of how transcendent she is. That was why I left her out of my, my four. Because, mm. yeah, she's a, she's bigger than the genre, she's man. She's done more. She's done too much. Yeah. But like, <laughs> when it comes to me, for example, do you know somebody who are like... For me, I just love personally. I will never put them Mark Rossmore, but I love Faith Evans. So do I. Faith Evans. So do I. No, Faith was. You don't Faith understand, bro. Like. No, Faith. Faith was cold, man. Is it a game? Get home. <laughs> Faith was cold. Is man. it a game oh, that we're playing? Feels at the cloudy days hey. are taking. Faith. Yeah. Oh <laughs> no, Faith, she was cold, man. She was one of them. Absolutely She's one of them. cold. She's one of them, man. But yeah, man, for the people one more time, list your top list your about Rushmore. Uh so I said Usher, Boys to Men, Beyonce, TLC. Mm-hmm. And I said Usher, Jodice, Destiny's Child, and Brandy. Oh, Brandy's your Mount Rushmore. Brandy. Oh, you okay. make me feel like I failed, man. Nah, I can't bro. leave Brandy out like that. Nah, Brandy's got to be there, man. Do, do, bro, I love Bodicotta bits. I, lo like, I love Bodicotta bits. Can oh. I ask, though, do you think... Her music is what it is. There's no doubt in it. But do you think Brandy being in Moesha and you growing up with Moesha plays a part in it? I never watched Moesha. Fair enough. Never. I've never watched Moesha. So Moesha was oh, never... Right. so you don't know what... Oh, that's mad. So, no, no, I, like, I, I've, I've seen clips you know, of Usher's it. been in a Moesha. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I've seen, like, clips of it, but I've never, like, sat, sat up. So the first Jesus. Brandy song I ever heard was The Boy Is Mine, right? The first one? The first one Brandy song I ever heard was The Boy Is Mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I bought 97, didn't it? Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it, make, it makes yeah, sense. Yeah. It makes so sense. So the first... So, bro, so when that album came out, so when um the album of Aphrodisiac, Say You Will... Um, yeah, yeah. When full, full Moon? Yeah, full, when that album came out, mm. that was played in my house from older cousins, top to bottom. Then yeah, I went yeah, back yeah. to Best Friends. Then I went back to, I was like, I want to be down. Oh, man. Do you know what I'm saying? And then Sitting up in the my vocal, room. Brandy's voice is heavenly. Yes. Yeah, it's, 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 ther it's therapeutic it's is therapeutic. the word. It's to the point where I can't, like I could, I've never heard a voice like that. Like Same. because because it's not the most powerful. It's not the most, like she's not a belters, but just the the vocal layering, the stacking of her voice. It's literally sonically soothing, bro. Sonically bro, it soothing. takes it, it takes me to an astral plane, bro. It's like Do you know it's what's different. interesting. Do you know who her biggest influence was, though? Right? Who? Whitney Houston. Yeah, makes sense. Makes perfect sense, bro. Makes sense, man. Makes sense, man. But yeah, man. Solid four, though. Nah, man. Nah, man. Listen, man. Listen, listen, Steph. 
appreciate you being on the show, man. Hey, man, appreciate I had to come through, bro. Wow. Anytime, you know I'm, I'm back here, man. Yeah. Oh, bro, we're Anytime, definitely going to have bro. this conversation again because there's definitely conversations I want to have. There's stuff we didn't cover. There's, there's... best stuff we didn't cover, <laughs> in it, But, you know, that's just the kind of conversation rolls, in it. But, yeah, nah, man. man. Tell the people where they can find you out, you know, plug your social media. Tell, yeah, tell the people about yourself, me, man. Do you know what the thing is with me? I'm terrible on social media, as you probably yeah, see, yeah, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to improve. But, yeah, man, Grey Hoodie Steph on Instagram. Grey Hoodie Steph on Twitter. You'll see me, man. You'll see me. Rufus will be back soon. As yes, well, so. bring it back, man. I can't yeah, lie. Because you bad on the reason why I watch Battle Rap. That, the, I think oh, part of the man. reason why I'm not watching these days because there's no review. Yeah, I know what you're saying. There's no you're review for Battle Even without the, with, with like the pods and the little hiatus, I'd say it's kind of made me fall back a bit. I'm still in tune, but I'm not as excited anymore. Bro, I totally hear you. Yeah, I'm totally not as excited you. still. So. I totally hear you. Even the same way yeah, with this pod. Like, when I took a hiatus, like, I think this pod was always about music and film and all that type of stuff. Like, I'd stopped like tuning in to like really checking for the latest song yeah, because yeah. I didn't have people to talk to about it, it? But like now that I'm back, you know. I'm like, I was puzzled you took a hiatus though, man. You're, you're onto something, man. Yeah, no, I'm man, listen, stuff. like just life is life, but I'm sure you know, but I've just like. <laughs> I know, bro. Life gets in the way, <laughs> know, it? but bro. like, no, nah, we know. back, man. We back, and yeah, then, man. definitely, but I appreciate you. here, bro. Coming on, man, definitely, man. Uh, I had a good time, man. I enjoyed this, bro. Yeah, no, nah, man, nah. But yeah, man, make sure you like, share, comment, and subscribe. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Indeed. YouTube. Get them Spotify, Apple Podcast, SoundCloud streams up. We appreciate all of it. We very, very much appreciate the support, the love. And yeah, man, it's been the Rare Podcast. We will catch you guys on the next episode. Peace.